You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 73, Night Falls at Nullport, Like a Boss. to episode 73 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French and today I am Aquadad. We took uh, we Ooh. took yeah, we took the little one for her first swim today. And we're all prepared for there being much much uh displeasure at, at this whole thing, but she absolutely loved it. Really? She, oh, totally. Mm. She was all smiles and kicking at the water and and she was doing like this weird fish motion and we're just like, "Where did she pick that up?" Like it, you know, it just shows that so, you know these things. Some of these things are just instinctive because, like, we're holding her in the water there, and she starts sort of doing like the fish motion as, as, mm. as, as to uh, as though she's trying to move herself along. And it was just wow, that's so weird. Well, to be <laughs> fair, those webbed fingers and toes probably help a lot. Well, it's true. It's true. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> it is that resemblance to the creature from the Black Lagoon that does her oh. so well. <laughs> Oh, kill man, kill man. But nothing yes. can nothing can kill my indomitable spirit today because the um, the, the we we got the whole hockey gold thing happening and that was great, and uh, yeah. and the hillbilly neighbors next door moved out. Yay! It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's like Christmas <laughs> in February. Exactly. Oh, hillbillies. In Canada, <laughs> there's oh, yeah. hillbillies everywhere, dear. <laughs> the closest uh, thing yeah. possible, sir. It was okay. uh, the, only, the only difference between our hillbillies and your hillbillies is what they eat from the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, not not so not sorry to see them go, and it'll be nice to have a night where we don't have to, uh, you know, because I think their kids walked around with sledgehammers. Um, I really do. It's the only thing I can think of. I know that their landlord, who's our our regular, he's he's the neighbor that we had who moved out and then they moved in. I know he came by uh, today after they had gone to check out the place and he left not looking too happy. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the beautiful thing is it's cured him of being a landlord. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that place is empty for at least at least until he can get it sold <laughs> and it sounds like he's got some work to do first yeah so. probably well, anyway so that's me uh well i am darren well and i am alzheimer's man <laughs> i went to the comic book store yesterday with adam friend of the show and yeah and i i was behind on my comic book reading so i i paid about a grand to catch up um <laughs> Well, it seemed like a grand. It was actually a hundred. But you know, uh, we get back to my place after we done some, we did some errands. Came back here. We did some uh, stuff here. Played video games, etc. <laughs> and then he left. And of course, at twelve midnight, I'm like, you know what? It's about time for me to read my new issue of Batwoman. So I'm going looking for the comics. Mm. It was in his car, wasn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Spent an hour and a half tearing my loft apart looking for two uh. white plastic bags. And so I messaged him this morning. It's like, can you check your car to see if my comics are there? And he's like, um, yeah, they're here. <laughs> Too bad. He's he's in Norcross and I'm in Atlanta. So we had to we had to work it out so that, you know, we, we got together today and it was a big colossal cluster, mm. you know what. So Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm forgetful there. That's the lesson. First stage, of, first stage of syphilis. 
No. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I don't have any open sores, thank you. Oh, oh it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, I'm Matt Kramer, and today I am postcard lad. Got a, I'm nice. Filling out postcards and handing postcards to friends to get in f- to, as a part of the flight ring campaign. And we can probably talk about this more later yeah. in the show. Absolutely. Yes, as we should. I hope Dan Didio knows we are a force to be reckoned with. Ha. <laughs> I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am Gallery Gopher Lad. My lovely and talented wife is getting ready to uh, put up, set up a little display in a local um, gallery slash consignment shop. Cool. So we're getting uh, everything ready to hang and we're going in tomorrow to hang it all up and make it look all pretty so people can buy the pretty drawings. Nice. Awesome. I love pretty drawings. It makes makes her happy. So Carla's, Carla's stuff is awesome. It really is. She has her moments. Fantastic. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. So anyway, about these postcards, what are you talking about? Well, uh, uh, Legion fan uh, Sven Lad is... Sven Lad. <laughs> he is organizing a, a postcard campaign to get DC to release some uh, Legion flight rings as part of... The, uh, promotion around their release of the new Legion series. And these would be rings like the current Green Lantern ones and the Flash ones. The little plastic and, jobbies. Yep, yeah. the little plastic ones. Much awesome. like they had for the first three Legion DC Direct figures. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So they've made these before. At yes. least a division of them has made these before. <laughs> they so. do have the mold already, absolutely. Yes. And and the other oh. thing, yeah, because basically this week they announced uh, um, <clears throat> Blackest Night spoilers, folks. Oh, <gasps> please. Uh-oh. Yeah, because nobody saw this coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they did... Um, Okay. Yeah, this was so. This was early in the week. Basically, they they revealed this uh, promotional White Lantern ring. Because remember when they first announced uh, Brightest Day, they uh-huh. said that um, that they were that, that basically there was going to be a Green Lantern ring, and everyone was kind of like, "But didn't they already do a Green Lantern ring with with one mm-hmm. of the other issues, right?" And so of course uh, they they had to wait for Blackest Night Seven to come out, and so yes. White Lantern Ring. So that's what's going to be coming out uh, with with the first issue of, of Brightest Day. Sweet. And so... Um, <laughs> Which so, leaves, if you'll notice, one finger free. Mm-hmm. Mm. See? They're, they're even better. Even That's better. actually a very good general policy. Yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> ah, yes. So... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that kind of night. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. But so, so um, what are you I guess talking about? I'm talking about when you're drinking tea and you leave that one finger up to look all classy and disfigured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you were talking about. Uh-huh. That's what I was talking about. He's I don't not know what you. classy, hey, Darren. Come what on. you guys do down in the south is none of my business, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, want to know what Darren does in the south. 
<laughs> I should be so lucky to find out one day, sir. Hey, now. All right. So, so DC did mount, um, and this came out of, uh, I, was it, I think it came out of San Diego last, last uh, year or this, or th- this past summer. The uh, uh, DO had said something about a, doing a postcard drive to see if people were interested in renumbering the Wonder Woman book to number 600. And, uh, you know, and it's kind of like they, you know, because they, they were talking about the the whole legacy numbers. And this was the question that someone had asked in the audience. And he said, well, would people be interested in seeing that? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. So he said, OK, well, send me a postcard. And if you're in, you know, if I get enough postcards, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. So and it only took like behold, 600 of them. Yeah, but it got done. Yeah, it's so they. So that's what I mean. So it's not that hard. They exactly. No. They ended up receiving over eight hundred uh, postcards, apparently, as of their last post regarding this. Wow. And uh, but they had already made the decision. You know, they they had made the decision at six hundred postcards. Like, yeah, we're good. And yeah. um, so basically, um, and now for for people who are wondering about the details of where to send the the postcard, you can find the information in a post on our website, and that is Legion of Substitute Podcasters I've basically uh, posted um, some Galley Lads blog post, and uh, so it's but it's basically uh, you you address the postcard to LSH Flight Ring, care of Dan DiDio, seventeen hundred Broadway, New York, New York one zero zero one nine. You know what? You need the Zoom theme. You need the Zoom theme for that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, it was it was a PBS show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Zoom, 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 Zoom. Oh. It was. You know. Anyway, yeah. keep going. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know what so, costs a dollar? It cost me a dollar to mail that damn postcard. That's because you're a foreign country. I know. It's it, crazy. It costs <laughs> me 50 cents, but still, it's more than a regular envelope. 50 yeah. Cent. Yeah, it, it is more, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. hey, stamps are 44 cents. That's weird. Why is that? <laughs> because crazy. the American government is in charge of it. There. Oh, right yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but does so that, does that explain everything right there? Okay, good. Now let's they run on. the mail like they run a war. Okay, good. Uh, oh, please. So anyway, <laughs> the, but but basically, what he's saying is is now he he was saying he'd like to see this start um, for the honor around the launch of uh, of the new Levitt's book. It's a it's a pretty short timeline to do that. So so get the uh, postcards out as soon as you can. And if and maybe if they don't start it then, maybe they'll look at doing this uh, a bit after. You know, as he says, I would also like to remind D- DC that a plastic Legion of Superheroes flight ring has already been tooled. So there's no cost to them to design or sculpt a new one. The nope. plastic uh, ring that I'm referring to is the one that came with the DC direct action figures of Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, and Saturn Girl. And those are pretty sweet little rings. They, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, he says buy a postcard and get busy. The thirty first century is counting on you. Um, he does have a disclaimer. This drive has not been endorsed by DC Entertainment, Warner Brothers, or their subsidiaries. Offer void on Takran Galtos. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but all offers are always void on Takran mm. Galtos. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, apparently Dan DiDio got a big kick out of the the Wonder Woman thing campaign because so let's hope he gets a kick out of the legion one as well well i think it's as great because it's it, supposed to have him kicking us well <laughs> yeah. and it's great because it has them realizing that they're not uh, that they're not functioning in a vacuum you know and it, it yeah, exactly it, you know everybody everybody here they hear all kinds of stuff about how much people love them some batman but uh, but you know it's it's good to have sort of the and let's face it 
as much as it, it shouldn't be at this stage. You know, Legion's a, a, a third-tier book at best right now. And yeah. I think that's yeah. going to change. But but that that's the reality at, at this stage, and um, and and you know and Wonder Woman's the same way, and uh, and for for you know these properties that are so important to DC Comics overall, um, you know this is something that I think it's I think it's really something that's great for them to hear about how much people are loving what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hope he gets a kick out of mine. It has, uh, a mon- yeah. <laughs> it has a monkey on the front, and it says "I fling poo." <laughs> <laughs> And then on the back it says, but I won't have to if you give me a Legion flight ring. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, yes. So that, that <laughs> It's too awesome. <laughs> I, I have no words. <laughs> I am a man of my theme. Mm, That's true. You <laughs> are. Very yeah. true. You, just, you picked a theme and you committed. That's right. <laughs> I'm Silver Age all the way. Absolutely. Now, over on um, Legion Abstract, uh, Matthew Elmsley has been doing a few. Uh, um, I, I, I can't remember if we mentioned this last week. Um, actually, I don't think we did. I think we were talking about it after we did the show. It was it was on the after show, which only we hear. Um, <laughs> With Oprah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he did a. Um, Basically, he had at that point he had done a a little bio, biography on Timberwolf, which would have been a, inc- incredibly <laughs> appropriate considering that it was our our bring get some work done, um, <laughs> and um, which Murray just made all kinds of even funnier. But uh, <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Oh, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, so he did this uh, this bio on on Timberwolf and um, sort of taking a look at, at at the different versions of Timberwolf as well, which I think is a great thing, and you know just sort of uh, um, bringing that together for us. He also mentions the uh, the flight ring. Um, well, he mentions asking for flight ring. I think this was before it was actually started out with the uh, with the campaign, but uh, you know I got to agree with him. It's just, it's that idea of uh, of, uh, of of getting out there if you want it. You gotta ask for it, um, mm-hmm. and 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 he says the the Legion Abstract principle that applies to this issue, as always, is be careful what you don't ask for. You might not get it, mm. and um, and he says I'd like a flight ring or two. Ideally, I'd like an operational flight ring, but these are <laughs> these things are like politics, the art of the possible. Um, anyway, um, so he did that. Then he does a little um, bio on. Tyrock, shut your mouth. That's shut right. Your mouth. He's just talking about Tyrock, and, um, and 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 understandably, it's a fairly short bio because there's not a whole lot to say about Tyrock at this point. He screams. Yeah, he was basically. president. Yeah, so <laughs> so he's got that, and he's just uh, he just posted actually today um, a biography of Lightning Lass, and. Mm. Um, and yeah, very cool stuff. And so, and it's great because he'll, he'll ch- choose like a page that sort of rep- that represents something about the, that character, just a page from one of the stories. So uh, definitely worth checking out that out. That is legionabstract.blogspot.com. And over elsewhere on the interwebs, over mm-hmm. at the Legion Omnicom, he did uh-huh. a special road trip edition of, of, of Legion Trivia. Mm. And um, he's actually already got the answers up there, but uh, um, 
anyway, so so yeah, some some really great questions there, and and I always find like the trivia questions he puts up there, man, they are not easy ones. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hope he never. Hope that Michael never tries to stump the subs. <laughs> oh no, no, he's an automatic win. There's no question. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so um, aside from that, I don't know that there was much in the way of, of news, uh, you know, really kind of hit a, uh, a critical mass over the last couple of weeks. Uh, well, there's I mean, there's little bits that have gone on in stories. Um, you know, well, have we talked about the uh, new Legionnaire that was revealed? Did we talk about that last week? That's exactly where I was just headed. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. And I was so glad that someone posted that thread because I didn't realize that I hadn't picked up uh, Superman 697. Oh, mm. and um, and and it's like it's like you know shouldn't I be reading that book sometime soon? And I uh, realized it wasn't in the stack, so I uh, made a uh, an emergency trip, an emergency trip <laughs> down to the Dragon here in Guelph, and uh, picked up a copy. And while I was there, grabbed uh, the um, Tiny Titans trade because I'm hooked. I'm hooked. Tiny Titans. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So um <clears throat> which was well, led to a great morning of, of of funny book reading yesterday, let me tell you. Um <laughs> I wish I had had a morning of funny book reading today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading these uh trivia answers from the the Omnicom. And one of them relates to this issue that we're reading today. Well, perfect. Let's what what is that? I've already gone away from the page. So. Oh, it's uh, what was the 11th version of the Legion Cruiser known as? The Mark IV? Mark 494. Or 494, yeah. Mark 494. We don't know what happened up. to Mark 1 through 493. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wildfire got to them. Oh, he's blew them up real good. He's holding up real good. <laughs> Speaking of hillbillies. <laughs> oh hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, and, that, and that actually does, I guess, tie us right into the issue at hand. It does. Ooh. Wait, did we finish talking about the new Legionnaire that was revealed? <laughs> No, oh, we didn't. Oops. <laughs> totally <laughs> derailed. Matt took us back and then we didn't we didn't move yeah. forward again. Sorry. Um, <laughs> of course, um And Alzheimer's lad has shifted his powers. <laughs> oh my That's god, he has a rage effect. Internet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um yeah, so uh spoilers for Superman six ninety seven. But honestly, those of you that are reading it have probably already read it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, it's it, the, these these titles unfortunately aren't selling in in droves. So um, we had uh, Chameleon Boy revealed last issue. He had uh, not replaced Control. He just was Control. There was never a, a Control to replace. So he was Control from the Science Police. Yeah. And um, it turns out he had a friend with him, and so when uh, when General Lane tried to uh, to cause some, uh, it which tried Murray to... had called ages ago, yeah, yeah, he totally, did. totally, <laughs> and because uh, you know, they had these little cameras, ba- these little remote cameras that were going around tracking everything, right? And uh, so they, yeah, you know, so and so there was one of them. Just he revealed himself as you guessed it, Quizlet. <laughs> so. It's looking Which like in, in in Adventure Eight, um, we're going to see Monel reunited with all of the Legionnaires. 
And... I looked up Quizlet's first line. It's please do excuse me coming through to save the day. <laughs> Quizlet. That so just awesome. sums up the character. There it, you go. It <laughs> totally does. It totally does. So so yeah, in Adventure Eight, uh, Monel er, Connell is taking Monel over to uh, <laughs> to Smallville to visit the uh, to visit the Legionnaires. Now we never really. I mean, obviously we knew, we knew that uh, that Element Lad was. Uh, Khan's chemistry teacher. So I'm going to guess that they're going to show the reveal of that uh, maybe in a flashback or something in this because we had, we never really got sort of a reveal. Of, it, of can, it shows on the, the uh, what is it, the Adventure 8 alternate cover, him opening the shirt like Superman. So cool. maybe they're going to show it in there. Which is which is kind of the scene that they showed in, in that sort of um, flash forward bit in mm-hmm. the first issue mm-hmm. of... Uh, of um, of adventure comics, so yeah, that that sounds that, that so anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna see uh, this this story kicking into high gear, and of course, as we knew, we were, we're expecting the uh, Brainiac and the Legion of Superheroes story to start up, and so so that's all gonna tie into that. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So that's some that's some definite. Oh yeah, Legion, and <laughs> thanks Scott for reminding us that we. Oh got yeah. That. Oh yeah. <laughs> So Matt, uh, why, don't, why don't you lead us on on uh, discussion of this issue? All right, we've got uh, Legion of Superheroes number two eighty five, cover date of March nineteen eighty two. Got a cover by Pat Praderick and Romeo Tangle. The writer is Paul Lovitz, and artists are Broderick and Patterson. Colorist is Gene D'Angelo, and the letterer is. Patterson. Patterson again. Like Madonna. <laughs> yes, Patterson. <laughs> or Cher. <Shea>. Patterson. <laughs> and editor is Mike W. Barr. Oh, Barr. Mike W. Barr from Batman and the Outsiders fan. I was just going to say, that's, it, that's really interesting. You know, it's again that one of those guys. Good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Seriously. Because <laughs> yeah. it isn't Bye. now. <laughs> it just Bye. isn't. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when, what number Outsiders was at around this time. I'm looking at Outsiders it. Was even, not uh, out yet. <clears throat> oh, it's not, oh, so. not occurred yet. Brave and the Bold is not over yet. Oh yeah, because they because they still have the Brave and the Bold Legion yeah. crossover yeah, coming that's up. Right. That that's was right. what number one seventy eight ish. Oh gosh, but wasn't that uh, triangular logo Legion? So before yeah, this, it was before this one. Yeah, it was before this story takes place. Okay. Hmm. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's just a, we get a oh, little... Brave, Brave and the Bold would have been at issue 184 by this point. 184, okay. Yeah. So it's about a year away from being over. So he was too busy ed- editing books to be writing them just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Noport. Drydock for the massive fleets of the United Planets. Shipbuilder to the universe. Portal call to the Legionnaires in search of... for new... St- in their search for new starships, for all its value, in truth, it's but a small chunk of rock afloat in the gravityless sea of space, with a, excuse, with a thin energy sheath holding it in its atmosphere. Before a standard solar day is over, it'll also be the target for an attack that will destroy the galactic adage: night never falls at no port. 
And that's what they say, at least. Yeah. And Paul Levitt said he n- never tried to use flower language. <laughs> <laughs> he never had to try. There's something I'd like to note here, because this really... Well, I mean, last issue to a certain degree, although we didn't really see too much of it, well, except for Cosmic Boy and Saturn Girl. Um, but, yeah. but you know, this was sort of, a, this was literally the tail end of the disco costumes mm-hmm. yeah. that had been around they only since. they got a few more issues after this. That's right, because basically when, when Giffen came on board, he cleaned house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's some really interesting costumes here, and we're seeing a couple of them already. Um, like, you know, Colossal Boys didn't really change, but Star Boy, no. well, he oh, got wow. he got the rest of his shirt. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that that is such a disco costume. All I you need love is a... that deep V costume. Wow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> go dancing all night long wearing that, baby. Exactly, <laughs> and you got uh, Shrinking Violet's costume, which actually looks like it borrows much of the same design as Star Boy's. And, uh... Yeah, but I I like this costume for her. <laughs> yeah, I, I like she's I like mostly this covered up. Costume. Yeah, well, she is. She's got the clavage, but that's all right. She's got the deep V. (laughs) Yeah. She's not standing around her underwear like some people. Oh, you mean Shadow Lass in the space bikini? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but but to be to be fair, yeah, uh, it it works much better on uh, Shrinking Violet than that look looks on on Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well. All he needs is a gold chain and a little more hair on his chest, and he's ready for bounce bounce bounce. Yeah, apparently Tom shaved his chest here. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with that with that beard, yeah, yeah. He becomes a little hairy later on. So. Yeah. It just kind of appears out of nowhere. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he grows that beard awfully fast. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and he grows it. Like onto the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Oh. Like a oh. dude grows the mustache by sheer force of will. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. Yeah. That's going to hurt. <laughs> Tom looks like he's 40 or something on the second page here at the top. Yeah. Mm hmm. He, he's got that huge, like, receding hairline, and oh. yeah, it's not, not a good look yeah. for him. Hairdo there. Well, you know, different artists. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah. Bless you. Oh, oh, I couldn't find the mute button. Oh, there it is. <laughs> well, the issue starts off with the aforementioned Legionnaires, Quassel Boy, Star Boy, Mono. Uh, Shadow S and Shrinking Violet all at Nullport, and they are there to pick up their new Legion cruiser. And Colossal Boy and Starboy are, as Mano puts it, trying out a new comedy routine. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh boy, I've been flying space buggies since I was a kid, Starboy, but I never thought it took all this to build one. You're too much, Colossal <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hooey! <laughs> she doggy. Stop playing the farm asteroid boy in the mega city. <laughs> oh. oh man! Yeah, I loved Farm Asteroid Boy in the Mega City. It was such a great movie <laughs> with that talking pig. Oh, Tom's teasing. Colossal boy a little bit, <laughs> and then 
he gets talking to by mono and he says okay okay i get the message you gotta remember though i was born on an orbiting space station i grew up playing with all this fancy hardware and yeah like like scott said this he does look like he's 40 instead of probably he looks like 19. lance hendrickson in this picture it's crazy <laughs> That's awesome. Carry on. He does a a somersault routine that I don't think we've ever seen before, and I don't know if we ever see again. No, we don't. But he says that they're there to pick up their new star cruiser, the the Model 494, and the sooner they get it done, the sooner he can be back in Dream Girl's arms. Yeah, and uh, they're having some maintenance done to check on the old one because they're going to be trading it in. (laughs) (laughs) You want to make sure it's certified. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And oh, then there's a loud creak, and the their old starship topples over. And translations are from Interlac, the intergalactic language. Mm. Back when they had to explain that. (laughs) And. when I when I first read this, uh, I know I'd heard of Inter- Interlac many times, but I never really pieced together that it stood for intergalactic language. <laughs> you know, though, there's nothing here that indicates they're speaking any language other than English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, in comics, they usually have the little the closed bracket thingies to tell to show that yeah, the little the little uh, angled brackets. Angled yeah. Brackets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have any of those here, so it's like. And and let's face it, at the time, we were so used to seeing that, right? It was like, you know, maybe and maybe a big part of it comes from reading all the war comics I did in the in the uh, late 70s, where you always had, you know, when the Japanese are all speaking in whenever they were talking to the Ratsies. (laughs) I'm I'm currently reading reading L.E.G.I.O.N. And when Faze appears, she notes that the. L-E-G-I-O-N team is speaking a very early dialect of Interlac. Ah. That's neat. Yeah. That's cool. But, Go uh, phase. I'm happy with phase. <laughs> uh, the starship's falling over and Manel rushes in and saves the day and <laughs> Colossal Boy quick grows to catch the ship but he forgets to take into account the gravity and he excuse me the low gravity and he pushes up in Pulls the air. A Michael Jordan. Yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the spaceship falls over. Boom. Or kaboom. 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 <laughs> 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 Something's always cathooning around here. What the hey? Uh, and then the maintenance arrives on the scene. Stand back, Legionnaires. We'll have this under control in a minute. We have special equipment to handle accidents like accidents that damage ships while they're here for repair. What? Quasim Boy says, why does that sound like this sort of thing happens often? Because it does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's their way of increasing business, Quasim Boy. Convince folks to buy new ships by wrecking their old ones. Starboy, as Violet said, stop, party pooper. Hey, I just realized, where is Violet? 
<laughs> and, returning pilot, pilot. <laughs> One thing about this issue that I kind of like is that Tom starts getting a personality. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, he's being a jerk ass. That's all right. Yeah. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Well, instead of just being. Uh, I am the guy with gravity powers. Look yes. at this gravity. I, I think this was really like, you know, it was. I mean, let's face it, a lot of them were kind of interchangeable ciphers at this point. And, Not and, fleshed out. Yeah, a lot of them had been for for some time because basically each each uh, writer would come onto the book, pick his four or five favorite members, focus on them to the expense of a lot of the other characters. Yeah, and um, or and, invisible kid. <laughs> yeah, well, it, absolutely right. But you you could basically go for ages without a character really doing much more than saying, "Yeah, I'm watching the." Uh, I'm watching the monitor board, board lead, yeah. uh, leader man. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so this was where he really started to sort of pick into these, you know, cause Hey, Levitt's had his favorite Legionnaires too. Oh, um, yeah. but the fact was he started to sort of digging into different parts of the, uh, of the roster and uh, and really starting to look at giving them a, a distinctive personality. And, you know, the sun boy that we read uh, in last, last issue in, in, in 284 who gave wildfire the hot foot is very different from the sun boy that, uh, that he was writing by the time great darkness came around or even the sun boy in the issue we're going to be looking at next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I mean, it, you can really see that he was really sort of making sort of leaps and bounds in characterization and, uh, and yeah, you, you definitely see it with, with Tom. I mean, cause mm-hmm. for ages he'd been kind of a nothing character. Yeah, well, it's the Super Friends test. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's, if you can listen to you know, an episode of Super Friends, you will notice that if you close your eyes and, and pretend not to hear the differences in the voices, anyone's yeah. line could pretty much come out of anyone's mouth. Yes. Like Great Harris, Great Krypton, Holy Hand Grenade Batman, whatever, you know, except for <laughs> those things. Exactly. It's, it's interchangeable, you know, powers yeah. and faces and the same personality. So now yeah. – Paul's giving them all personality, and that's that's a great thing. Made Absolutely. the Legion special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Then well, uh, back to the story that uh, Violet had vanished, and Monel spots her among the wreckage by using his microscopic vi- his uh, microscopic vision. <laughs> like, huh? I, I thought I'd read that. <laughs> I thought I would, just, but uh, he's he's like. Like Superman, he can have any power he needs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he lifts up the wreckage, and uh, so she can grow back to normal. And she pops out and, <laughs> and brings up to normal size, but she doesn't fly up like Colossal Boy did. Yeah, uh, he—that's uh, because that's because he, he grew basically out of their basic gravity field. Because they—they mentioned that they only have that thin. Uh, mm-hmm. sheath, of, sheath of atmosphere and mm-hmm. so you know basically once you grow sort of beyond the 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 size of the uh of of of, of people you know basically he was outside of that area mm. so yeah it, it, she gets out and uh get a shadow ass saying that she was worried about her and sure shady and that's <laughs> kind of kind of rare for shadow ass who had been Pretty much at, by this point, the just a a warrior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's got her friends, and uh, Violet says that she had plenty of time to shrink out of the way, and it's a lucky thing that she did. 
because she should have got hurt. She says, no, that's not what I meant, Shady. You see, while I was tiny, I saw what caused the accident. <gasps> According to our smashed instrument panel, it was a command signal from the Noport Tower. And Manel with his Prince Valiant haircut. <laughs> uh, awful, isn't it? Which would be more appropriate on the next page, but yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> By what? the power of Grayskull. <laughs> you mean the Tower Control deliberately wrecked our ship? That doesn't make any sense. I'm not certain, Manel, but it sure does look that way. <laughs> Even well? as the. Sorry, Darren. Uh, I was just going to say, Violet's uh, a member of the espionage squad. That is true. For things like that. You know, it's like, oh, this isn't right. Something's not, something ain't flying here, so to speak. Yeah. So. That is true. And that, that's spaceship, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even as the import of shrinking Violet's words sink in, a half dozen more ships draw near to Nullport, the typical hectic traffic pattern of the galactic dry dock. While in another spiral arm of the galaxy, the emptiness of space is undisturbed by passing uh, Yada, craft. yada, yada. Now on on Rando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We're yeah. going to be here all night if you keep this up for Kramer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Orando. Wow. It's, there is... it's, a back, it's a backwater world there. Well, <laughs> that sums up. Dungeons and Dragons. My God, that is a lot of prose. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. it's... Yes. Well, he's setting the stage. I mean, come on. Yep, yep. On Orando, uh, all of the lords are coming to swear fealty to King Voxy. And <laughs> Voxy Roller. I, I think that's <laughs> King Vox V. I could be wrong, but huh? am I wrong? I don't know. Anyway. It does and, look like V-O-X-V, but. Hmm. Oh, 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 wait a second. Or Sorry, is it Vox the... 4 or 5? Yeah, it's just, but the, there was the whole thing about um, one of her names being Voxel in the... Voxel, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, that's just oh, interesting. Like yeah. that, it, 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 I wonder if that is why they chose that particular word as part of the name. I'm mm. sure. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> I've always called him King Voxy, but you're right, it does... King Voxy. It, <laughs> it, does, look, Voxy. it does look like a... Now that I'm looking at it closer, it does kind of like a King Vox the Fifth. There's no with, space with, between. <laughs> with all of the, uh, let's face it, with all of the um, the disco the uh, the disco costumes, Voxy would not be at all out of line. <laughs> That's right. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Voxy Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Val is kind of astonished that this is still going on, and. In 2982. Yeah, 2982. <laughs> and, uh, uh, right. Projectors, this is, eh, it might seem old fashioned to you, but they've just been introduced to the, the United Planet Senate. Takes time to make transition. Some transitions can only happen slowly, Val, like falling in love. Aww. Aww. Hey, notice the, uh, the peekaboo hole on, um, Hey now. That sounds too strong, doesn't it? Um, on uh, the 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 uh, the, the clavage hole on uh, on Jackie's costume, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been talking about the, the new Sensor Girl costume and how she uh, shows a little bit of the the, the cleavage there, and yeah. uh, and it's clearly lifted straight from this costume when you get down to it. So uh-huh. yeah. yeah, there you go. That's a good point. 
a busy, busy costume. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hot pink and yellow. What do you want? There's a lot there? going on there. Mm. <laughs> well, there's a lot in there. What do you mean? Oh my. <laughs> I love that uh, that he makes a makes a point of of pointing out how long it's been since they dealt with yeah, the whole. Yeah, uh... that's, that's awesome. Because <laughs> that ended in what year? Part of, it was part of the the implosion, wasn't it? Yeah, so that would have been seventy eight. Yeah, so it's been you know three three four years since uh, yeah. since they dealt because with because the whole point of that series was he went back to prove himself to yeah. uh, to Jackie's dad. Oops. <laughs> bah, the impatience of youth. <laughs> indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah, Gandalf. <laughs> he he's finally done with the oaths, and he'll meet with uh, Jackie and Val, and he says that there are omens and auguries to attend to before deciding on wedding a royal Mary and a commoner, and then, in truth, I. <laughs> <Joke. And> every- <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Looks like he is. Yeah. <laughs> Just falls over. Dud. <laughs> well, he looks to be about between 75 and death, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah. How old was he when Projector came out of the womb? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is he Larry King? What's going on here? <laughs> anyway. Arando, you're on the line. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, back at Nullport, we've got uh, the Legionnaires meeting with Haranth, and (laughs) (laughs) we got to let Paul do Haranth. You must have been imagining it, Legionnaires, telling you I got this place running like clockwork, and there ain't no way the control council... Console could have sent a signal that wrecked your ship. Oh. Oh. So help me, why should we raise our insurance rates? <laughs> the general manager of Noport, your response what happened to our ship, whether it was an accident or not. Oh, sure, what do you say? I'll give you a 3% off on your new ship and we call it even. Okay? Uh, Shady says that she can barely keep from laughing when this guy looks so silly. Cool it, Shady. Rant may talk like a dead-end kid, but he's the sharpest shipwright in the UP. She's being all racist on him. Yeah. See, dead-end kid, though. That's that's definitely the Brooklyn Bronx sort of... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. The neighborhood that Paul Levitz grew up in. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Come on, I made a bona fide offer to you. What do you say? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's what I hear. Oh. <laughs> yeah, th- that's what I hear also. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. That's so funny. Yeah, and it yeah. just looks weird the way he's sitting there. I know. It looks up. like he has tentacles. Got, he does have tentacles. Oh, he yeah. does. It's, he does. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he he's does. got like one arm is a tentacle. His his left arm is a tentacle, and his right arm is like a regular human arm. And he's got the two horse feet in the front, and then he's got tentacles yeah. in the in the sides, like extra arms. That is mm. messed up. I have no yeah. idea what's going on with this dude. It's like he was put together from, you know... D- does he eventually left. lose the tentacles? Hard to say. Maybe they fall he off might, as he gets older. He might have had some work done at some point. We don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simba hooked him up with a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Star I, I know a guy who can help you out with that. <laughs> Trust me. Starboy just wants to look at the tower to find out and to cause it, make sure that they didn't cause the accident. And then, oh, there's a planet quake that happens. Woo-hoo. And, uh-oh. 
they crash through the windows because uh, saving lives is more important than some credits. And, and parenthesis, not possible. Our equipment is totally error-proof. Except for the yeah. times when it's not. <laughs> yeah, does that mean this was done on purpose? Something's a little whacked here, Monel. That <laughs> is an understatement, colossal boy. My super oh. breath can handle the fire, but those delicate circuits are already burnt out. Yeah. How can you say that while he's blowing out the fire? Super In ventriloquism. Space. Yes. Oh, yeah. Super oh. ventriloquism. That's right. Super you had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this was uh, this was you know still toward the end of the Bronze Age. It, yeah. It's all mm-hmm. in play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, super ventriloquism. <laughs> the, oh, now we've just got a few pages of them flying around, <laughs> cleaning up the mess, and but uh, Violet finds what she was looking for, and. She needs to have a long talk with Mr. Harant. <laughs> mm, Mr. Harant. Mm. I love the Well, there we go. Zen. So he does have two normal arms. Then he's got four tentacles. And uh, he's like a centaur octopus with a horse's head. <laughs> he's crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And soon, Tom checks in with uh, Brainy at Earth and uh, fills in the story of what's happening. And... Wants to know if there's enough Legionnaires to cover any emergencies that may come up. And Brainiac doesn't see foresee any difficulty. And yeah, Tom says, good then, fearless leader. Tell, then tell the fearless leader that we'll, be ba- that we'll be back when we're back. Hang in there, Brainy. And farewell, Starboy. I hope you can solve. You, you, I hope your group can resolve that puzzle quickly. We need those new cruisers. And hmm? He basically figures out that, yeah, it probably wasn't an accident. However, mm. there are an infinity of possible culprits. And then uh, Timberwolf busts in and says, it's the Coons. Come on. <laughs> it's always the Coons. Indeed. Mm. Mm. Uh, love this. Maybe I'm thinking clearer now that I've gotten my old face back. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Easy now. You don't want to get worked up. The side effects that. We will never speak of again. Yes, let us never talk about the side effects again. (laughs) They have pills for that. They do. (laughs) I I love this. I love what what Brainy says about him down at the bottom here, though. (laughs) Yes. Offhand, he has to be the Legionnaire. I'd give the lowest probability of finding his way home without a note pinned to his chest, but I may have to revise my opinion of that man. See, right there, there, there's where there's where everybody else gets their characterization of of Brainy is from that one line. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. Back at uh, Nullport, they are <laughs> talking to her aunt, and he's saying that may be a hard bargain, Legionnaire, but I give me credit for a, for a little pardon the expression horse sense. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it doesn't take a f- it doesn't take a dozen flaming ships to convince me you guys might be right. Here's the computer mm. tower you wanted to check out. <laughs> Goody. <laughs> Maybe if you'd gone had gone along with us when I suggested it, those two ships might still be intact. And uh, the man still got a job to do, Starboy. Don't get on his case. And uh, they are all looking or they're looking around, and Manel is using his microscopic vision again. And mm. and 
uh, Violet is going through the computer and she finds what she is looking for. And it is a circuit interrupter of Kundish manufacture, Natch. Uh, Natch. Uh, <laughs> I wish the United Planets could find some way to keep those creeps from attacking UP worlds all the time. <laughs> so you called it right, Legionnaires. Just <laughs> cleaning up the mess. <laughs> oh, this mess isn't cleaned up by a long shot. The Coons could sabotage you in a new way. Woman, don't be doing that so suddenly. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Where's my super suit? (laughs) I need my super suit. (laughs) Could you all sit back? Stop using your powers for a minute. Maybe figure out a way to keep the Coons off the no port. I'll even shave a couple more points off the price of your Mark 494 Cruiser. Uh, he is such a used car salesman. <laughs> Not the old everyone on the go and everything. as you are. We can figure out a solution to your problems. We'd be happy to give it to you free. We're legionnaires, not mercenaries. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Tom so is that no ports and obvious attack because of the importance to the UP fleet and they can't wreck the entire Kuhn fleet either because there's too many but that eliminates a change in motive or means. What about opportunity? They come up with (laughs) yeah then back on the in the Kuhn fleet got uh, someone who coming in front of the warlord Galmark and in Saying that they they've been rebuilding their fleet since the Earth War, and uh, but he failed, and their technology was detected, and so he's got to pay the price, and he's killed. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of uh, a Lethal Weapon Two, you know, where the guy comes in, he's like, just making sure I'm not standing on plastic. <laughs> and. Uh, Galmark's his report to the home world that my son has paid the penalty for his failure. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Let the fleet proceed to no port and battle formation where subterfuge fails, force shall have to do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's trouble coming. But uh, luckily, the Legionnaires have a plan. <laughs> and uh, coming right at the fleet, we've got uh, Tom, Colossal Boy, and Monel. And yeah, they're they're attacking straight on, and the coons don't quite know what to do because I'm sure they weren't expecting a head-on attack by the region. By a huge hillbilly. Yeah, yeah by speaking a huge of, hillbilly. Speaking um, of head-on, fastball special just in yeah, another one. Thing. Yeah. Notice that they're wearing. Take a drink. Take a drink. Yeah, exactly. Notice oh, yeah. that they're, that they're, they're still still wearing um, um, space helmets. Yay. No suit yet. Yeah. So, so the, but, but apparently the their costumes were enough to withstand the rigors of airless space. Um, <laughs> the shadow lasses. They're polyester, Paul. They, they, there you they go. Yes, yeah. anything. 
and uh, but yeah, it, it, but again, like like you know, there's stuff that we're gonna see in in only a few issues, you know, and uh, and so it. But it's amazing, like things that I just sort of take for granted now in in reading uh, earlier stories, and then you realize it's like, wow, that still wasn't around by this point, you know. And I and I speak mainly of the of the trans suit in this case. It's, yeah. you know, wow, it was still a while before we got to that. Yeah. And, oh. <laughs> They've been sent out to dis- disable the fleet temporarily. And don't forget, I'm not getting carried away, Mono. My power will make those drone ships too massive to maneuver, even in gravityless space. And back on Nullport, Corinth <laughs> uh, is so your partners are clobbering the goons. It's clobbering time. <laughs> Pointy-haired slime can always send another fleet to Noport. Maybe her aunt, maybe not. And uh, Violet gets some location data from the computer, and uh, then they send a signal to Monel, and uh, then Shady uses her powers and envelops <laughs> Noport in world darkness. Like this night. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a blackest night tie-in. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Scrolly, the energy field that gives no port its light and air disappears, swallowed up by an ever-expanding blackness of a deeper hue than even the surrounding space. Night has fallen over no port at last. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like... It's only a matter of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's one. Looks like we got finished with the coons just in time, guys. Shadowless has done a beautiful job hiding Noport. Now it's up to the rest of us, Starboy. And Starboy uses his powers to make... Uh, to An increase. endless string of vaginas, looks like. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> My worst nightmare realized. <laughs> That guy shoots vaginas from his hand. That's amazing. No duplicating that one. (laughs) Oh my! There goes the the explicit tag. Okay. He's just uh, he's just increasing the mass of Nullport to a point where it will generate its own gravity, and. They land on the station and find out that uh, Haranth is uh, he's falling down because he's not used to the gravity. He's used to the low gravity yeah. situation. He's just, hey, humans, please stop using strange powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for your own Haranth. <laughs> Trust us. And I love Colossal Boy's statement. This really isn't very high gravity, you know. <laughs> Pussy. Sure, I trust you. Only please do whatever you're doing fast. Oh my! <laughs> Foaming at the mouth. Ooh. Oh, nasty. Oh, uh, yeah, and then uh, turns out that they had to they had to get the gravity to keep Nullport from falling apart for, because Mano is <laughs> carrying it away as it's <laughs> hidden in darkness. How silver ages that? A yeah. character is going to take a body in, in in the galaxy and move it from one place to another. <laughs> mm. yeah. And uh, he, they move it out. And three days later, in no port, now su- circling a new star. And Haranth says, don't let it be said that Haranth the shipwright didn't know how to reward his friends, legionnaires. 
Never heard. Five Mark 494 cruisers for the price of one in a trade-in on our old ship was a handsome reward. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. And <laughs> he hopes that the coons won't be around next time to <laughs> to shave on his profit. Haha. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> Do you believe that bandit? He can't even admit to himself how grateful he was, practically shoving these ships at us. He reminds- really, that's a really busy panel. Uh, yeah, like, you know, like even for the time, it's it's there's there's a lot of stuff going on in here. Even with the the, the tech is kind of overdrawn. In he a way. appears to have lost his horse body. Yeah, I think he's kind of. It looks like he's kind of doing a. Um, oh, he's rearing know, up. Look, yeah, he's rearing his, up kind of thing. It's just most of it's oh, obscured. Yeah, the coloring is the coloring is. It, yeah, is it doesn't help. silver. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> If you see a gentleman with a fabulous powder blue cowboy outfit on, let me know, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Shady says that Brandt reminds her of RJ Brandt. Same sort of bluster hiding, the same sort of bluster about credits, hiding a soft heart. Don't let Brand hear you say that, Shady. Make you repay all the mega credits he's fronted us each since we started. And so people. Come on, Legionnaires. If someone wants to keep their feelings private, what's wrong with that? Coming from <laughs> Violet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Foreshadowing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's one fight I won't have with you, Violet of all people. That polar turn coming up at coordinates in 43x17. Let's go I, home. I think, Tom, I think Tom meant bipolar turn. <laughs> yeah. in, in retrospect, I think that might have been a misspoken line. Well, hey, Tom, he's schizophrenic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And back on Arando, huh? King, the king is dead. So long live the queen. Hey, so you see this? That's another thing. You wouldn't see something um, like like a one panel transition like that. You 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 know, you just don't see stuff like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, he died. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Well that's that's what he was talking about, the way he wrote. There he would start something. Yeah. You know, and every time you revisited something else moved it along. And well yeah. here's here's the subplot going on right now. Oh, Absolutely. on the planet and now the king's dead, now they gotta deal with that. Oh my god. Damn. That's, not, Long that's gonna come what, one, two, three issues from now. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's what, I, what I mean though is just it's it's yeah. we got so used to sort of a, a scene change occur occurs on a new that page. That would be four pages these days. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. An issue. We for have to figure out who each of those people are. <laughs> An issue for Bendis. <laughs> An issue. I think a mini series. Twenty pages. Him like, uh, uh, like hey. Kiwi Herman and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's. It, nice. If it took that whole first issue of <laughs> Cry for Justice of just everyone running around, justice! Gay for justice. <laughs> yeah, gay for justice. Would you stop saying gay for justice? I am not no, for justice. I will I'm never stop vengeance. saying gay for justice. Vengeance. Oh, God, Darren, just look at the logo. You can't miss yeah, it. I know, I know. Justice! I actually, when I, when I went to pick up my books that I left in someone's car, um, <laughs> I, I, I looked and I was like, Holy crap, they're right. I know. It, it, I know, right? Justice. I just and so love I, justice so much I'm gay for it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, for now, he's uh, out tomorrow, out this week. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Enjoy. Finally. We can we can kiss that mini series goodbye. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> I didn't mind it so much. Well, I haven't I haven't I've only read the first two issues, so I've got to read the other uh, Yeah, the, the first issue it. is the first issue is 
skippable at best. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I got to admit though, I love the text pieces in those issues. Yes, yes. I, I would oh, love to. I would. I would love to have him just like write a book of that stuff. That's my yeah. favorite parts of these of the Starman Omnibus. Just him totally. writing about what was happening. Yeah, totally. And, uh, his experience with all of these old characters. And, and, it's just and while awesome. we're talking, while we're talking about old uh, books that came out this week, I, I'm talking with three straight men. What happens if I say to you? The following three words, okay? Wonder Woman, Power Girl, Bondage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gail Simone has written a wonderful little two-parter. <laughs> and wow. I suggest all of my strong, straight brothers pick it up because you will need to buy two copies of 41 because you're going to soil one of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Hey, there's a backup story. <laughs> oh yeah, and this one, huh? It's it may be it may be a little important for some reason to the Legion. I can't quite place what it is. <laughs> the, the is it is it because future. Adam Kubert was the letterer? Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. It's the, the writer's forgotten future writers, Paul Levitz, and the art team is Keith Giffen and Larry Malstead. Wow. Whoever they are. Speaking of foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> and yay, Adam Kubert. <laughs> Keith. Woohoo. Keith. That's so wild. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's a, he, I think I heard or read in an interview. So he was doing this when he was like 16 or so. Yeah. Really young. Just. Yeah. That's hilarious. Dad got him some work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you a part time job, kid. Yeah. Here you go. Letter the paper route. Screw that noise. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else's old man got him a job sweeping up at the office. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. To be fair, I the these comics were full of the ads for the Kubert Art School, so I can't imagine that tour. Yeah, that he wasn't getting some formal training, probably better than anyone out there. Oh, absolutely. And let's face it. You know, I mean, um, you know, Sergeant Rock was still in print at this point. And, um, you know, so, so there was, there was some, some beautiful Kubert artwork coming out every month and, um, in every, in every interview with the Kuberts I've ever read, they said that their dad was tougher on them than any of the, any of the other students in the school. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, like, no dad, I want to be an accountant. I don't want to draw a dream girl. Leave me alone. Like hell you will. (laughs) <laughs> pick up that pencil and get to work I, slap I, I don't want to draw anymore I just want to calculate things leave me alone <laughs> anyway oh, this, uh, I, I love the Giffen artwork in this it's yeah. you know what it's really neat because it seems like you've got sort of all the eras of Giffen covered in, this, <laughs> in these pages and, and so mm-hmm. you can sort of see the seeds of Things that he would do later on. Again, you've got the busy tech and uh, and that sort of thing. Some blue guys. Yeah, and the, and the blue guys look very much like around when uh, when um, Ambush Bug f- first showed up in DC Comics yep. Presents. Um, and you can get those candle holders at IKEA, I think. Yeah, and you've got <laughs> that whole sort of Pierce hero uh, art going on with, with you know lots of heavy shadows and yeah, it's really neat. Um, Actually, he's doing a little bit of Ditko in here too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, those blue guys, definitely. You can sort of see 
Totally. Yeah. Hey, even if you look in the middle of the monitor that she's looking at on page mm-hmm. two of the story, look at that round thing in the middle. Oh, oh yeah. Kind of kind of looks Quizlet esque. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of yeah. It's a it's a big Kirby machine for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's been, <laughs> Dream Girl has been summoned in Naltor by the by the High Seer. <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, because uh, everyone, How we do what we do. Right. Everyone on the planet has suddenly lost their ability to see the future, and they figure she can she can help them out. And Naltor has fallen into chaos because uh, people who are used to living in the future are now stuck living in the present. Like ships are crashing and everything's in chaos, panic. It, it's sure. like you people when it starts to snow, they freak their shit out. They don't know what the heck's going on. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Crashing into that. mass hysteria, dogs and cats living together. <laughs> it, it's going to snow here Tuesday. This is the third time this winter. Oh, okay. Man. This is ridiculous. It's gone it's past ridiculous. Right now. It, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. This is insane. I've had to buy thermal underwear, okay? I, ew. That's so <laughs> nice. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just to leave it it's alone, It's got a Matt. little flap in the back just for you, Matt. There. Oh, oh so hey now. Thanks, Darren. Thanks. Ah. <laughs> oh, uh, Dream Girl just want, wants everyone to be patient while she gets it sorted out. And she goes flying off to investigate and uh, I love this panel with the high seer I shall pray to Cassandra that you bring us salvation <laughs> it's just such Cassandra. a such a cool image yeah yeah and Cassandra is. of course is a reference to the earth seer I think she was in um what Greek play or was it Julius Caesar oh, or she's God, she's a uh, a seer yeah 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 I'll look it up while you keep doom. reading that. Doom. Doom. And, uh, oh, <laughs> Dream Girl then thinks that. Uh-oh, she doesn't want to say it, but she's lost her her so, uh, vision it, it, too. Yeah. She's lost her mojo. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and then she interrupts what looks like a an army of ant men robbing it's the, the blue man group robbing the bank yeah it's totally the blue man group, blue man group. <laughs> but they're talking yeah exactly they're not i didn't say they were a good blue man group <laughs> oh they're oh, the blue, it's man blue, group. blue man group tribute band yeah <laughs> totally uh, well, he, well here you go uh cassandra is from greek mythology she was the daughter of king priam and queen hecuba of troy her beauty, yeah, her beauty caused Apollo to grant her the gift of prophecy. And in a different version, um, oh, we can skip that. Um, she was in um, Aeschylus' Agamemnon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. Agamemnon. There you go. Yes, the more you know. Mm-hmm. The less you need. Anyway. So she busts the bank robbers. <laughs> yeah, she busts the bank robbers and <laughs> uses the Legion Flight Ring in a way that it's never been used before and will never oh, be used oh. again. <laughs> no, she uses it again this way in uh, three issues. Ah. Oh, does she? Oh, really? Okay. Yes, 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 she yes. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's never used. And then it yeah. disappeared. <laughs> yeah. But, but it, it was a really cool concept, kind of. Along the lines of the anthem metal. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She, she uses the uh, the gravity altering powers of the flight ring to rip up the floor. They're and, limited only by her willpower. Yeah. Mm, so it's like a green lantern. Mm. Ooh, could she night. be the green lantern? Nah, that, that arm is way too butch to be dream girl. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm. She's got man hands, boy. baby. It's yeah. Dream Boy. Dream boy. <laughs> man hands. Oh, he's got man hands. But yeah, she she takes him out and using uses her fighting skills. Oh, yeah. And, and she thinks that it's a shame that her sister moved to the sorcerer's world. Could have used her help more than her empty apartment. The elusive white witch who we met in Legion Venture number 351, who I don't think we'd heard of since that yeah. until here. But we'll probably yep. be seeing a lot of her soon. Oh, yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Planting those seeds. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And, and she goes and she's reading all the all the newspapers because uh, the she thinks as uh, who's uh, as Brainiac 5 or Saturn Girl or someone else that <laughs> she could have talked it over with. She, She's thinking, WWBD, what yeah. would Brainiac do? Yeah. <laughs> Besides uh, try to kill us. Yeah. And then she thinks of something that Brainy once said. The absence of something formerly present is as much of a change as the presence of something formerly absent. So she is looking for something that happened around the time that the uh, power, that their powers disappeared. And huh, she says, Cyber. Gyro stabilizer started. Quakes canceled. And she flies off one short flight later and uh, goes to a big wheel contraption. And she, she uses her her science skills because eh, she science. spent all those years at the, the Naltarian Science Institute. Yes. <laughs> Anyone out there? Is that like Westervelt College? Oh. And... <laughs> uh, she fly, flies through the window and just makes a few adjustments to the controls. And everyone's like, I don't know who you are, lady, but and she just throws him away. Oh, read it, punk. That's, uh, that's just it. I mean, everyone forgets that she, you know, created new powers out of out of uh, lightning glasses, lightning powers. So yeah. uh-huh. she's, she's got skills. Yeah, to uh, which lightning glass was- constitution. Yeah. Lightning Lass was forever grateful, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. The, the quakes start briefly again, and then, oh, the they disappear, and everyone gets their their vision back because the gyro stabilizer was operating at the same frequency as their visions. So she changed it, and they weren't jammed anymore. <laughs> the end. It's like a giant white noise machine. Exactly. <laughs> Totally. We, so we get the, to sleep really well, but we can't see the future anymore. What's going on? It's the waves. It's the waves. You know, it's funny because this, this was exactly the same kind of thing. I mean, I was um, thinking because like, I couldn't remember what had happened in this story um, when we were talking about it the other week, and uh, and it, and really it was the you know is this where they talk about the, that vision that she had? But yeah, that just never comes up again yeah <laughs> again he probably put a whole bunch of things out there and then sort of found his way where he wanted to go and uh and went with that i've always just kind of assumed that she kind of foresaw the results of the great darkness saga yeah 
Or, it works. <laughs> yeah, it works. Or she saw herself, you know, becoming Legion leader going, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see here. Just uh, taking a quick, uh, quick peek through the uh, through the letters page. Um, yeah, they talk about the uh, the whole thing about um, mm-hmm. well, until we get to I guess until we, you know, just people uh, not liking the idea of uh, of Superboy coming back. I guess. Yeah. And he said, you know, Superboy's in scheduled to appear on an irregular basis, like the rest of our stalwarts, and we admit <laughs> to being as confused as everyone else during the Reflecto story. But wasn't it fun? <laughs> <laughs> Seems a little of a, a little left-handed compliment there. <laughs> I gotta read that one. It's come. It comes up like all the time, and I still have no idea what you're talking about. So yeah, what? Yeah. Really? It's probably for the best, Scott. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't let Murray hear you say don't, that. Don't though. be dissing on the Reflecto <laughs> Saga. I got, I got it. I got to get oh, all It's married. a saga now. There's a lot of good stuff yeah. in there. It's a, it actually calls itself the Reflecto Saga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not just making that up. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like 10 parts or something like that? It's like a long six. Time. It goes yeah. on for a long even, time. Even, er, even earlier, if you count the Ultra Boy and the Pirates. Yeah. That's, that's what and, I was and counting. And really, you have to because because that's that's an essential part of it. Yeah. You know. And Let's just say it feels like it's all part story. Because <laughs> they end on Ditko. <laughs> And yeah. not good dick yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, there we go. So, uh, there it is. Woohoo. Indeed. Some, there some it horsey, is. Some horsey characters and, yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing Let's I noticed is the coons. Um, uh-huh. Still looked very different uh, from what we're used to seeing as coons the, these days. Yeah. yeah, you know that that was kind of the design that they used for them throughout Earth War, and and it kind of reminds me of like the Klingons between the original Star Trek series and oh, uh, yeah. Next yeah. Generation. Yeah, definitely. Well, the undercover Klingons, as we later found out, right? Right. Yeah. Yes, as they were retconned to be, and 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 I, I don't know if I remember correctly or if I'm just mixing the two up, but there may have been a similar retcon with these. Um, you know, it was sort of the way they appeared to people, just so not so as not to freak them out, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, we would see the uh, the the you know the coons change, uh, not too soon. But what the hey? Someone's opening a package. Tape, <laughs> tape to on a box of Twinkies over there. Tape <laughs> on a mylar bag. Uh, yeah, I hate that. Uh, crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> it, no, it just sounded like you were rolling around in bubble wrap or something. It's like wow. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. <laughs> Maybe I am, Darren. Maybe I am. <laughs> anyway, anyone anyone got anything else to say about this issue? Now let's wrap it up. All right. Yeah, I'm tired. Needs, needs to be wrapped. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can head on over to the forum, and uh, that is forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and uh, join in the conversation there. We're also on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. You can also find us um, on Facebook, Legion of Substitute Podcasters. Just do a search. There we are. And uh, of course, you can also head on over to our site, that is Legion of Substitute to podcasters.com and of course you're going to head over there so you can put together your postcards for the Legion Flight Ring uh, um, 
postcard mm-hmm. campaign, and all the information is there. And um, and there's also uh, each of our episodes has a little thing where you can add a comment to it. And we've had a lot of great conversation there, over, especially over the last few weeks. It's it's been quite yeah. amazing. Um, and uh, so uh, so please do join us. And uh, with that, we head over to the time bubble, make our way back to the 21st century, and we will see you all next week. Canada got the gold, baby! <laughs> <laughs>